Hello and welcome to Abnormal Mapping, episode 95. I'm your host, M, and with me is my regular co-host, Jackson. Here, we love video games. We're gamers, and we love to play games. Jackson, have you played any games in the last month? No! Actually, that's not true. I've played, I've played a little bit more Nocturne, and I've played some, like, PSP Monster Hunter out of curiosity, but only for, like, three hours. So Why? Like, Why PSP Monster Hunter? I don't know! Why do I do anything? Okay, fair enough. Um, I was just curious. I was like, I should play some Monster Hunter. But instead of playing um, 4, which is the one I own. <laughs> yeah. I have not touched a single video game other than the one we're going to talk about for the last month. Um, that's you fair. know what? I mean, Felt really good about it, honestly. <laughs> We've got a lot of anime to watch. Uh, uh. I assume from the runtime, we haven't recorded this yet, but I assume it's going to be a shorter episode. My apologies. Someday we'll be interested in game, like playing a bunch of games again, but it has not been this summer or this year. There's a lot going on. This this has been a strange year as things are how they are, but with, uh, I've really enjoyed this game and I've got some things to say about it. It's not going to be a very long discussion, but yeah. Uh, so we're just going to hop right into it. There's no reason to split this up into segments. We're here to talk about ActRaiser. Which is yes. a game I picked because I never ever touched it, and I just knew of it by reputation. It is a game developed by Quintet, published by Enix, uh, that came out on the Super Nintendo in 1990 in Japan. Um, it's directed by Masaya Hashimoto, uh, and it is regarded as a classic of some kind, of some merit. Uh, and it is a game in which you play as the master, or thankfully Wikipedia is like in Japan they just call them God and then Satan, and I'm like good. Because that's the way you want. Uh, anyway, you're God, and you're you're up in the sky, and you woke up after hundreds of years to realize that everyone's forgotten you, uh, and you, if you want people to remember you, so you can fight the great evil of Tanzer or the devil or whatever, uh, you need to go and give people reason to believe in you, which means you fly your little sky island above the towns and do light town management. Uh, what if SNES Sim City, but even simpler than that. Um, and it'll get people to uh, believe in you as you help them out, direct them towards where the monsters are coming from so they can go destroy them, stuff like that. And then once you do that, you get to descend from the heavens in Mode 7 glory to go defeat bosses that are figures from the world's religions who have all aligned themselves with Satan. Uh, thinking emoji other than the fact that uh, video games don't care. They've never cared. They're never going they to. Care. So don't yep. think too hard 
about it. Um, and then you do that a bunch of times. You say you start like bringing peace to the world and then you defeat the great evil, destroy Satan. And, uh, the world doesn't need you anymore because, uh, you, 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 ha they don't have anything to pray for. Their lives are good. And so you're left to go to the heavens until you're called for again. The end. The end. It's a, that's a pretty good game. I liked it quite yeah. a lot. So you have two main functions of the game. There's the actions stuff and there's the city building stuff. Yes. Uh, which would you like to talk about first? Uh, I want to briefly mention the action stuff because the city building part of the game is... Sorry. The city building part of the game is like the most interesting. Like it's the th the thing with this game, uh, but it also has an action component because it is a video game that you fight, you do platforming, you fight bosses, you go through levels, uh, and it's not very good. Um, I think as, it's fine. As, I think it's possible, but okay, that's that's fair. I'm not familiar with the standard of SNES action games. I'm just really into Castlevania. Yeah, no, which is perhaps is like, unfair. What if Castlevania was just piss easy and kind of bland? Uh, and sure, fair enough. I'll play that. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's fine. You go through these levels, and and the attack isn't like that satisfying. But the the uh, the way you no, but it cover it covers a lot of space, and it basically destroys every enemy in one hit. So it's good. It's fine, actually. Yep. Um, and these levels just serve as like the the thing you do the thing the numbers go up for mm -hmm. uh which is like you know pretty it 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 feels very prescient in in a way um that wasn't surprising because i knew it was like a god game combined with uh an action game but it's basically just a uh you know we put a clicker in your favorite genre thing that was that was and still is a thing that happens a lot mm-hmm uh, so I, it felt very familiar uh, as a game, as like a work of design, even though it's from 1990. I was surprised at how old this was. I assumed this was like 94 or something. No. This is an early SNES game. Uh, also worth mentioning, the action levels are easier in the English version. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I know that there is like a professional mode that's much harder. Yeah, the in the English version, uh, the the action segments are easier. Enemies have new attacks. Spells require less magic, and spikes don't kill you instantly, which is what they did. And the time oh. limit was tighter in the Japanese version, also. The spikes kill you in one hit. Then just yeah. take off a single bit of health. God, yeah. we have it easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was the those were the. Uh, the action levels they were fine i mean i think the thing that is most interesting to me is with these action levels is because they're so perfunctory like i always thought of this game and part of the reason i think it's like a classic is because of the like very intense uh it's a cool thing but then there's also this weird city building element like the back and forth of those things and yes the, this is the most nine like 1990 action game ever like it's a cool night with a sword i'd always seen screenshots of that and less of the city building interface so i assume it just is a game kids rented because they thought you played as a cool sword guy and then it's also mm -hmm. the rest of it <laughs> yep it's also a video game you know uh, and so the the main the main bulk of the game and your time is spent in the um city building stages uh where you are like dropped into one of six areas uh first you do a single action stage to like uh bring bring life back to this this area uh and then before you can like unlock the boss and clear out evil for good uh you have to build up a tower and there's like a simulation stage um, and it always starts in the same way. There's a, there's a temple in the middle of of the map, 
Uh, there are monster spawning locations, which if you can build the town out to that point, the uh, the people will like seal the monsters away. Um, and once all the monsters are sealed away, the uh, the boss the boss will open up, and you can you can fight that final level. And on the way to this, there are like uh, unique puzzles that come up through the city building mechanics. Uh, which usually revolve around offerings uh, that the people will make. So, like, the people will make an offering um, to you in one area of, like, here's here's wheat, we will we'll offer you some wheat, and then you take wheat to the other area that needs better food, um, and then that area has wheat. And, you know, a lot, lots of simple um, use-keys-to-open-doors puzzle design uh, that I associate with the 90s, which is very, very strange seeing it in, like, this kind of game and not... Uh, like a Zelda thing, but the puzzle designs are the same. You have the item that solves it uh, and the problem, and you you know let, match them up, and that's how you solve the puzzle. Uh, but I definitely ended up feeling very like Zelda influenced uh, for a city builder. <laughs> uh, I ended up really liking this like way of metering out the pace of the game. I really liked the um uh, the puzzles, giving it a sense of like person personality beyond the like sheer numbers going up of it mm. uh, i think the game is very good at the specificity of being a god in a shitty world yeah and i think that's that's what that's what um gives it the edge because otherwise it would just be a game where you build a city and the numbers go up and you do the thing uh but it's got like writing and tone to it that make it the that make it a little more than that yeah that's fair uh the thing for me with the city builder is like at first i i was expecting this to be like very intense and i think that the first time i loaded into the city builder like and the enemies are just flying at you constantly i was extremely overwhelmed and overestimated what the rest of the city building would look like yes uh, because it's a lot to be thrown into uh and you get all these like options for like your god powers and all the things you can do. And you're like, uh, how complicated is it going to be? This seems like a lot. And the answer is very little because they don't ask you to do more than like one or two god powers a map. Uh, and you just kind of lead people to the monster spawners and destroy them as you build up towns and get your level up and things like that. Um, and so it's weird because I think it's like deceptively front loaded in the difficulty on this front uh whereas the action stuff is relatively straightforward until the very end where it gets really hard for no reason sure does um but uh that city builder by being like so overwhelming but then giving you this like competence and confidence in it uh ends up just being like really relaxing and nice like I just like the city building part because it's SimCity without like, I never have to worry about where my water table is. And that's the worst part of SimCity. So I can just enjoy building a city up. Just like put roads everywhere, see everyone grow. And then they're going to give me things while I like send lightning to hit the rock that the thing is buried under I want. Yes. Because so many of the puzzles are, we found something mysterious in these woods if you would just clear cut them. Or there's rumor that buried under the one rock on this map, there might be something. And you're like, well, hit it with lightning, I guess. And then you, that works, and you're like, hooray! Yes. Uh, and that stuff is very funny uh, and good and satisfying. Uh, the thing that I was really surprised by was the ways in which the towns start to interlock as you un- get more of them. Yes. As you're building, like, you, you literally can, like, from, like, the first town, you can build a road to, like, the second town, which helps build them out. And then as you go forward, towns start being like, we produce this one thing in this town, and another town needs it. Like, you go to the cold place, they have uh, heavy, like, wool coverings that they need somewhere else. No, that's from another place that they need them in the cold place, right? 
It's from the it's from the northern place below the really cold place. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, or one like place sheep. is one place is struck by a disease, and then someone's like, "We have medicinal herb here. Please send it to anyone who might need it." And it's always like, "Please spread the goodness of your like religious uh, gestures to the other towns," um, which I'll get back to in a second. But one of the best ones is like I think it's the second town. At some point, just gets really rowdy and sad. And you're like, "I don't know what to do to these people. I don't have anything that will fix being rowdy and sad." And then, like two cities later, in the middle of like building out the city, they discover music, and the map music changes to everyone like singing, and it's just like this really good moment that captures yes. like the idea of a, of civil civilization progress in a way that like something like uh, like actual civilization, the video game would do, but without the idea that it's like this game is about you making your culture spread out and dominate other cultures or like tribal peoples populating the land because these people are all here and all believe in you. It like eschews a lot of the imperialism in city builders for you. This, these people have made music. You can spread the music to other people who already believe in you, who just don't have it. Like there's a, there's a very like with God's grace comes gifts that can be spread around all the believers stuff that is good. You don't usually see that in games depicted without it being a secret evil that you have to fight. 10 hours later <laughs> right yeah i i half agree with that i think that um i mean i agree that stuff's good but i, I do think that the game is kind of hilarious and how much it's like yes we will clear out nature and put up uh put up our like uh uniform looking uh yes house there is tiles, that, that part's true we have spread peace to this land we like, don't need you anymore you... please leave <laughs> <laughs> like and there's a bit where it's like all the monsters there's a bit where jester the monsters being like the reincarnations of like people's souls who have well, died violently because there's a bit where just like the way that the um there's there's a pyramid on one of the maps yes uh, and that pyramid is, is like um drawing the people from uh from that town into it and you find out that the pyramid is like populated the monsters who have been bringing people there and like seducing them under this new belief uh were the reincarnated like um spirits uh of the slaves who built the pyramid yes uh and but now you have destroyed the pyramid and that's good for they can move on and there is now peace and no one thinks about that anymore we've <laughs> it's just very ridiculous about that yes and there's also there's also the town where you roll in and as you start to fix it people start like drifting away and you're like what's going on and it turns out that people have started like worshipping an evil like pagan cult in this town yes. um that is corrupting everyone to the point where like you're like your temple ends up being empty and you have to go rescue everyone uh from the evil cult by destroying the cult god and then everyone's back and believes in you again i guess hooray yay which is very funny uh, there's like a certain like offhandedness with which it treats all of these uh like problems of belief that i think is more interesting just because my city builders to me are so defined by technology, but every city yes. in here, you're building the same way and it looks kind of the same way. And every difference here is a difference of the like narrative of how their belief system goes. Like in one town, they like want to sacrifice a child to an evil demon Lord that you're like, okay, I'll just put a stop to it. Don't worry about it. Uh, and you have to go rescue the kid who has already wandered off to try to sacrifice himself. Um, and you bring him food so he doesn't starve to death, and then you go defeat the evil lord or whatever. And then there's the snake cult, and then there's the, you know, the evil uh, pyramid that is, you know, the ghost of the slaves who built the pyramid. Uh, yeah. Just these very, like, 
interesting because so much of these city builders are built out of like rational civilization building uh, like ethnographic studies of how technology progresses and here it's like no you come down you destroy the evil god and you put the good god in power <laughs> yep and then everyone lives in the same house yeah and they're happy now <laughs> they're happy now you but they, like, but they don't but the, but now the temple's empty because no one needs to pray to you because you did it you saved all their problems yeah i do really like that ending uh, but, but I, I mean, and I like the ending in like every town. Once you're done, like they're like, okay, please go spread your na- your goodness elsewhere. We're good. Chill out. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. We, we don't need you anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do think it's like interesting how much of this game is about restoring the environment uh, to just being like pastoral European aesthetics. Yes. Uh, cause so you go to, it's like, it starts out and you're just in, uh, a place with some forests and you, you know, clear the forest and you build the town so far. So normal next map, uh, there's a blood red lake and you purify the lake and then the lake is blue and then they have the boat on the lake and you're like, this is so far. So fine. It's all makes sense. Everything is like, nothing's raising any alarm bells here. And then you go to the desert map and then when you're done, there's no desert there. Yeah. There's just no desert there. It's all green. Everyone lives in the same houses. Uh, you clear the tropical island the same way, and then you clear the like northern snowy plains the same way, um, and that's what like purification and looks like. Because every time the angel comes to you and is like, "Ah, uh, let us let us make sure to teach these people to live in peace." Yes, uh, uh, and it's 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 ridiculous because it's like. I don't say that necessarily as a criticism because I think it's, as you say, much more insidious in games like Civilization, which, like, we've all seen Civilization opening movies, like, literally purports that to be a worldview of, like, actual progress and truth about the human race. Yes. Uh, Which this game just doesn't do. It's much, like, it uses the aesthetics of that, like, uncritically, um... But it's it's mostly about just being a god and spreading your godhood, and then the sadness of what it means to have completed your godly tasks. Yes. Uh. I mean, you literally go like the the Japanese version, just being God and Satan as the bosses you fight are like a minotaur and a pharaoh and a kali yes. and like a Norse dragon. Very like loaded. Like we're just going to just pacify the world with our like you know, Christian values. And then we're out. <laughs> he sure is out. <laughs> like you literally have an ain't like a chibi, like cute cherubic angel firing arrows at monsters as they swarm over the cities. It's really funny how like the reason they would change that, right? Is because then that would be the most controversial thing to release in 1990. Yeah. Is a game about where you are literally the real God <laughs> destroying Satan with a sword. <laughs> Yeah. Uh but like the themes of the game are about how in times of uh like in in times of bounty people forget uh, their religious upbringings people forget the gods and we must uh we must remember where we came from and remain humble. So it's actually the most like you know <laughs> 90s Christians would love this game if they could think about it for a second. Yes. Uh but they avoided. They just called him the master, and uh, there was no controversy. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the right thing to do. I guess nineties were a weird time. Gosh, they sure were. 
th- the things we cared about in the 90s. Uh, couldn't be me. Never cared about a thing in the 90s. <laughs> Only running. Uh, God. And then, so, you get to the end, and then you fight the world's worst boss rush ever. Oh, it, so it wasn't just me. It is a pretty bad bus rush, right? If Unless you've taken the effort to, like, really build up your cities and get your level up, it's really hard. And even I, then, it's I, not easy. I built up my my guy pretty well. Okay. Um, what level were you at when you, you were done? Do you remember? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Um, But I ended up having, like, maybe four less HP than the boss is. Okay. Uh, so, but yeah, it is. It is just a hard fight. <laughs> it's a it's a really difficult fight, especially that that last fight. Yes, uh, and of course, there's no checkpoints because it's a boss rush. No. Uh, and apparently, if if I had been a bit more thorough, I could have found more lives. Yes, um, maybe that would have helped me because the bosses aren't good. No, um, they're fine in the levels. Because the game is so easy that you basically can get a like, and they put they put health health refills around the game, usually pretty close to the bosses. Mm. Uh, the last level has one that's fairly far away, but on the whole, you're always going to get a good refill before you get into the boss fights. Um, and so you can go in uh, with a full magic uh, and um, a good load of health. And basically eat the boss's damage as you do, as you like, so long as you're slightly careful, uh, those bosses will fall. Um, and they're not too difficult to deal with because you can usually get a couple, because you, you swing that sword real fast. Yeah. Uh, so you can usually do at least two or three bits of damage for every damage they do you. Um, and if you've been leveling up correctly, uh, then that's enough. That's usually enough for the boss fight, so long as you come in uh, mostly okay. But then it gets this, and it's like, no, this is this is a Mega Man boss rush. You're gonna have to be good at this. And like, you're not, you're not Mega Man. <laughs> no, you can't pull this off, game. Um, no, and it's definitely a very frustrating ending for what is a otherwise pretty good game and very chill. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I feel like the difficulty spikes so much this final one. Where like, if you're interested in playing this, I'd play it and then just watch the ending. You don't have to play through that. It's too much. Yep. It's so much. It's so much. It's not what the game is good at, and all like you know the part where you mu- music starts cropping up and spreading across the world is to me like the highlight of the game. Uh, this yep. ending is not really it. <laughs> uh, but then the credits play, and the credits begin with the 20th Century Fox fanfare. They really do. It's just, it's just like a Lucas Art game could not do any better, honestly. <laughs> literally just just i know that song you can't with, do that with like the extremely like farty super nintendo trumpets yes. the best we were talking recently um like about there, occasionally there's like a big plagiarism case with video games and soundtracks and all uh there was that that guy uh who like got done for doing plagiarism uh, on the Dragon Ball soundtracks, and he has done a bunch of games. And there's been other instances as well, like there's Final Fantasy XIV ones and stuff. But I don't know what gets people like caught because that's just the 20th Century Fox theme. I don't know. <laughs> I think I think the to me the idea is if you're blatant enough, it becomes homage and not ripping something off, right? I mean that's true, but you know that this happens regularly. As I mean, especially back in the day, but it was um. It's just very strange whenever you see someone get, like, actually done for this. Yes. Because it happens so all the time. I'm like, wait, I thought everyone just did this and people were mostly chill. Because yeah. composing's like that. 
Yeah, I don't know what decides this either. Those, F- I mean, someone they clearly had a word with the FF14 guy because they don't they don't do that anymore. That's a shame. Which, which is a shame because the music in F14 isn't that great. Yeah. So when you take away this is just a Power Man 5000 song, what what are you left with really? It's a good question. I don't know. The most popular MMO on earth, I guess. <laughs> I hear it's the best Final Fantasy game ever. Oh, don't talk to me about this. <laughs> uh, we're only 20 minutes in, so I'm trying to fill time. I know. Uh, but then you get the ending, where you see all the towns you made as you ascend to space, because there's nothing left to do. No more good works to be performed. Everyone's forgotten you already. It's good. It's really good. Yes. No, it is. Seeing all your towns uh, is nice. It's a good touch. You get a little code to all the narratives. Yeah, the part where they all look the same. A little less uh, cool, but you know what are you can do. You can do. It only had a few sprites. Yep. Um, what was your favorite like puzzle? I guess I guess it was the music one for you. I really like that. I mean, I don't know if that quite counts as a puzzle. Um, I mean, all the puzzles are which thing do I use on thing? They are all yes. That. Yeah, that's true. I liked any time that you caused an earthquake and the people were excited about it. I just thought that was good. <laughs> Because it literally just devastates the entire town. Like, people re- And sometimes you want to do that because if people build, like, the tier one houses and you want them to build the tier three houses because you have that now, it's good to just, like, raise the place and more people will live there and your level will go up faster. In the, uh, in the north, um, I, I had some trouble sealing one of the things. It was taking a while. I didn't really understand how to, uh, th- there was a, there was a, um, there was a, uh, monster layer on a bit of snow that it wasn't clear I could actually seal because you can't build on that, but you can build next to it and instruct them to seal it. And I didn't realize that, so mm-hmm. I ended up taking a l- bit longer on that map than I expected. Um, and one of the skulls totally just did a um, did an earthquake uh-huh. and reduced my population to two. Oh yeah, <laughs> which then there's literally nothing to do but wait for about twenty five minutes. Yep. Uh, as the population goes up by like doubles every time, and eventually they can start building again. But it was it. There was all the structures were gone. All the people were gone. It was like reverting to zero, except the roads. Was, the roads remained, so I didn't have to build the roads every time. Yeah. Uh, but it was still a big like. Oh wow, that's a. Hmm. This is definitely the final area. Hmm. Um, yeah. Too many. Too many enemies to shoot with your stupid pea shooter. <laughs> Because someone was like, we need to give you something to do during this. This is why it's a clicker, because these are just the things that fall across the screen that you have to tap while your actual uh, like investments are doing the work in the background. Yes. The most clicker shit. Yep. Waiting for a road to complete while you desperately try to keep your people from getting stolen. Uh, by the bird. Yes. Um, having to rain on the on the wheat fields after that. Uh, like Red Demon destroys it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like the guy who stands outside the temple waiting to die, and but wants to feel your tears first, so you have to make it <laughs> yes. on him. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's good. I also want God to cry on me before I die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was really good. Um, also, in the desert one, I I ended up accidentally sealing all the um uh, monster uh like fields before i went to the guy who was trapped in the middle of the desert oh uh, yeah and because um once you seal them they're like you it becomes urgent you can't just like put off doing the 
doing the bus because they were on the pyramid. And so I had to do the bus. And then the bus message was like, ah, uh, we found out the why the guy in the in the um in the in the desert died and then like it was very sad and we will all move on now. But I hadn't found him yet. So then like after that I immediately went to his square and they, they were like, Oh hey, this guy seems to be dead already. <laughs> good. It's very good out of order stuff they didn't quite intend. No. Um, yeah, it's weird because like uh, I was expecting a game that was like Shallow's maybe the right word, but I don't mean it in like a negative way that people describe no. it. Because like this game is like two half baked ideas held together with some string. But I found that really refreshing and nice to play through. Um, because it's just like here's the idea. We sketched it out. We explored it as much as we wanted. We didn't really overstay our welcome aside from the final boss, and that's it. You're done with the game. It's good. Yep. The like the let's plays on YouTube are like three hours. Like it's yeah. fine. You, you play it. You're done. I mean, if I had bought this game for, like, $60, I'd probably have problems, but, you know, I didn't, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, the times have changed with video games. Yes. We didn't know how good it was when we could buy a single three-hour game for $60, and that was it. That was our lives. Imagine if you were a kid and this was the one game. I assume it would just be harder to parse because you wouldn't, you weren't used to this style of game mashup, right? Like, Yeah, but also, like, I assume that the, um, beating the game was a bit more difficult, like, Oh yeah, there were, I mean, if I had to do that boss out save states, I would be in a lot of trouble. Uh, which is why that's there, and I yeah. assume that, like you would then be like, "Oh, I've got to spend a much spend more time building up my level even further because we didn't like max out anything because you don't no. need to. Because no. like if if you want to max out everything, you basically need to go to every town, clear out everything, then do an earthquake on everyone to destroy all the houses once everything is max level. Yes, uh, and then wait for them to rebuild the entire town with no end like with literally nothing to do it doesn't it doesn't build settlements while you're on other settlements because you know it was 1990 yes <laughs> it's not like a timer running in the background you have to be on the screen uh, and so you just have to kind of leave it on idle for a long time yeah so i imagine people doing a lot of that to try to figure out how to min max the systems that's true but i i don't i don't quite know like they made a sequel that is a shorter game because it's just the action stages, and presumably yeah. that was just the standard of the time. Yeah, so worth mentioning, there's an Actraiser 2. It gets rid of all of the city-building stuff in favor of a more... a Seemingly... I didn't play it, just watched a bit of gameplay. A seemingly, like, slightly more robust action element, but still not, like, Castlevania levels to me it doesn't seem like it plays that well um but you know there's a lot of middling action games on the snes and uh hilariously was is a thing that like enix of america asked them to make a sequel yes. with none of that stupid city building we just want to go with the sword and wings now uh it, i'm looking at this act razor 2 playthrough video uh, on my screen that begins with like a fly through of all the new towns and they have such r- ridiculous names <laughs> favorian humbleton yeah. oh great i love humbleton leon i wonder what their deal is um you know they, they, they they're pretty big they, they think big of themselves the the towns in the first game are not noteworthy other than the one that has the red lake which is literally called blood, blood pool, pool. <laughs> yes yeah. extremely good this this, this Actraiser 2 still has the mode 7 zoom in, so... Yes, you know, it does have the thing where you descend to the Earth with a mode 7 thing. It's good. They still had to make a a world map. They just didn't get to use it for anything. Yeah. It's a shame, because the world map looks really cool, but... Yep. I wonder how they did that, because I assume that they just... Because like, the world map changes, and they didn't have to like make a separate sprite for each version of it. I know that. 
because yeah. it reflects it reflects what is on the actual map. Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious how they how they made that because I assumed the mode seven stuff was like it was all sprite rotation. Uh, I just don't know how they how that works. Yeah, I, the way that I understand mode seven works is basically make like one giant like bitmap is just able to like skew and like transform it in real time. Well, that's what happened. But like, if it had to be a bitmap, like a a image stored in the game file, yeah. then they would have had to make a separate image for every possible variation of street layouts. Yeah, it's very weird. I also don't know how they do this. So I yeah, so that's the part I've never seen. I haven't seen like dynamically changing mode seven backgrounds. Yeah. Um. But it was very cool. 1990. That would have been a cool effect for 1990. I mean, it's the thing that I knew about this game is the cool Mode 7 thing. Like, It's still it's, cool now. It's still cool. Mode 7's still cool. Um, oh, they've changed... I'm looking at the sequel gameplay right now, and they've changed the arc of the sword to instead it just kind of points out, and you have to aim up if you want to shoot up. You don't just get the entire... Yeah. You don't get the entire range on one swing. It's a shame because it's now. it's great that it just hits whatever because you don't you barely have to duck for lower enemies. You can just swing that sword; it'll get it done. Yeah, it it it, it slashes uh, just vertically rather than poking horizontally, so it gets the whole thing has got a wide range. Yeah, need that in Castlevania. Never have to worry about a Medusa head ever again. <laughs> oh, if you could uh, like rum hack that uh, hitbox into Castlevania, God, yes. God. <laughs> Uh, and then it'd be worth mentioning that uh, Ace Team, who made uh, Rock of Ages and Xenoclash, recently made a spiritual successor to ActRaiser called Soul Seraph, uh, which, uh, again, I just mostly looked at some footage and some reviews of. And it's interesting because every review dings it for being, like, kind of empty feeling, and it's a way more complicated version of ActRaiser. <laughs> It looks so complicated. There's there's tower defense now, which yeah. is, I guess, arguably better than shooting random enemies. Yeah. So the action so the action mode seems relatively the same. It's in 3D. It's like in you know 3D on a 2D plane, so it looks bad like all of those do. But the actual town building, you now start from like a bonfire and build your town out by build like placing houses and farms and uh, like like battlements because the enemies come from the enemy spawner along roads towards your bonfire and you have to stop them before they get there. So it changes it to a much more fiddly tower defense system. If you know anything about me, tower defense, the worst genre in, of games, IMO. <laughs> it's, it's not that bad, but it is pretty bad. I hate it. I have never played a tower defense game. I like, so I like plant vs. zombies back in the day. I, I didn't like plants vs. zombies because of this. So, huh? um, but the interesting thing is that the reviews are all like, this game is like uh, ActRaiser, but feels empty. Like, there's not a whole lot of game here. And I'm like, buddy, you need to replay ActRaiser. There's nothing there. No one actually remembers SNES games. Yeah. Uh, which is the refrain of our, everything we do is that everyone talks about games that they remember playing. No one goes back and remembers what the game, or like, realizes what the games actually are. Yep, for good, Andale. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII, coming soon. Oh! If you haven't played Final Fantasy VII like the original one, you need play to it. now. Yeah, now. you need to get on it immediately because you have soon, six months. Soon you will not want to, and everyone will be talking about a bunch of stuff, and you'll be like, "Oh, I wish I'd done it." You need to do it, even if you just play with cheaty mode on and you just go through the story. Play Final Fantasy VII. Go listen to our episodes about Final Fantasy VII when you're done, but play Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, play Final Fantasy VII. Maybe watch it on YouTube. Like, I don't care, but you should. You should yes. get in before everything gets goes to hell. Yeah, because it's coming. 
yeah i was looking at footage of the uh of the gamescom demo just today and man oh is there a new demo it's the old demo but like there's a bit more footage leaking out and there's like stuff of like oh there's a the bit i remember reading i don't remember the specific details but there's like a shinra uh you know propaganda advertisement video which is then like interrupted by jesse being like yeah we'll take down those guys and i'm like oh <laughs> i don't want this uh, uh are you gonna play it i've already pre-ordered it what do you fucking want from me you can always cancel the pre-order i guess i could i was just curious i have no intention of playing this so i'm a hundred percent gonna play it the second it launches i'm gonna play death stranding as well because what this is it. There aren't any good video games left, so I just play the video games that hurt me the most. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Dragon Quest XI. Uh, that's a good video game by all accounts. So you know. That's true. But I'm not... I, what are the things I would be excited for? What are the things I'm like really into? I got into Final Fantasy and Metal Gear in 2016. Like, I B- fucked Bayonetta up. Bayonetta 3, hopefully coming next year. Yo! Please, save me! Astro I mean, you, could be you, could, right. you could play... You could absolutely go and play Devil May Cry 5. You haven't done it yet um yeah ace combat 7 haven't done that either i mean i need to play kingdom hearts 3 is what i need to play i'm talking about good games jackson <laughs> wow <laughs> we're doing that right here <laughs> no I, I whatever people like kingdom hearts 3 i didn't finish it so you really like the uh, title screen <laughs> yeah it's good I, I enjoyed the game well enough then i remembered all right kingdom hearts i've never liked these so why would i think i would start now <laughs> Well, that's my thing, is that that's what I was thinking during my playthrough of Kingdom Hearts up until I got to Birth by Sleep, which is legitimately great, and then I assume I'll go back to not really liking Kingdom Hearts very much. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, video games. We're in a down place with them. It's just what's up. But ActRaise was good. I like that. Yeah. Actraiser. We could just play cool old games and never have to think about a new video game ever again. It'd be great. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. People like Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem seems cool for one of them. Yeah, those. it's not for me. I Look, we... Uh, on the episode about Fire Emblem Awakening I did with Six, I literally said I have no intention of ever playing one of these again. I remain true to that. Uh, the FOMO was real because everyone was talking about it, but I knew that I wouldn't like the actual video game, so I didn't buy it, and I'm free now. Yeah, because I, now I, everyone, I want... everyone's narrative has now turned to, oh, I have to play through three times because I need to see all the story, and I'm like, no, I, that never would have been me anyway, so... Because I want, I want to do, I want to play the game because I want to have a take on the, you know, the political setup of the game. Everyone's got their favorite team. Uh, I want to know what the game's about, and I've seen like some of my friends like one, like some of these like one house, some of them like the other. Some some of my friends think the other houses, uh, other friends are fascists for picking the houses they are. You know, classic video game political stuff. Uh, But I. I, then I look at the part where I have to play 80 hours of a fucking strategy game. Also, each I, house has, I think, two roots. So, you know. You they mean? each have two? I, one of them at least has two. I know for a fact. So Fuck I assume off. all of them do. What are you talking about? Yeah. Video games? Yeah. They, that's too much. That's just too much. That's what happens when you get... Uh, someone who's not intelligent systems to make your video game they put too much content in it. that's true they, they, there was a thing going around because i was surprised by a lot of the conversation about the game and like the spoilers i've heard and stuff i was like maybe it doesn't fall into necessarily the bad holes of every fire Emblem game and then the news was the basically like 10 intelligent systems people were like working on it the bulk of development staff was at the uh Koei romance the three kingdoms team 
Yeah, weird how that turns a three house system into like Strange. a nightmare three hundred hour game. Who could have seen this coming? Yeah. <laughs> Certainly not us. Um, but I won't be playing that. I'll be reading the three houses instead, or three kingdoms instead. Yep. Yeah. Someday. someday, someday soon. One of these days, get back to it. I think that's all we have. We don't have any Did questions emails? or anything. Anyone no. sent us content? No. Uh, no. Next month, we are playing Zone of the Enders 2. Maybe you've heard of it. You are playing Zone of the Enders 2. Yes. I am this playing will, Zone of the Enders 1 and 2. Jackson playing through Zone of the Enders 1, which I've done before. I'm not doing it yes. again, because that's a nothing game that's three hours long. So, you know, what are you going to do? Best things I've heard all week. Um, uh, I've heard 2 is more complicated and longer, but not by that much. Um, hopefully it has a story because that's what the first one lacks um <laughs> uh, well it's kojima team but kojima didn't like work on it so no he was the mechs are cool like... the mechs are extremely cool so is is it shinkawa yeah okay so it was shinkawa wanted to uh, wanted to make mechs and kojima was like nodding over in the background as he was like writing down the plot of mgs3 i guess mm-hmm uh, so we'll talk about that. Looking forward to it. Until then, Jackson, where can people find us? People can find us on the Discord. <laughs> now, you can find me at headfallsoff on Twitter.com. Uh, you can find the podcast we do at abnormalmapping.com. It's not just this. We have other podcasts, most of them longer than this one. Uh, we've got uh, Repertory Screenings, which is a movie podcast with me, you, and Destiny that we do every two weeks. It's one of my favorite things we do. I'm enjoying the movie train so far. We recently watched um, Wanda. We watched Mikey and Nikki before that. We, we're watching good movies. Next time we're watching Talk. So I say again, we're watching good movies. Uh, please join us for that. <laughs> yeah. That's all you got? You're not going to plug your new podcast? Shit, I am. Fuck, man. Useless. Just out of it today. <laughs> Absolutely failing. We have a new podcast, well, I do. You've also got one. It's a different one. Yeah, I'll talk about that uh, in a second. Yep. Uh, I've got a podcast called Never Say Podcast Again, which I'm doing with my friend Dia Lucina, uh, where we are watching all of the James Bond movies in order before Bond 25 hits. It's very fun. Bond movies are fun. Um, well, sometimes they're terrible. We just watch Goldfinger. That's a fucking bad movie. And we got Thunderball next week, and I remember that being bad also. But on the whole, Bond movies are pretty good. And... Uh, at least fun to talk about and we're hoping that people can join us on this journey yeah um that's on itunes now so you can just search that in i have a new podcast also it is called and then an aeroplane you can find it at uh, abnormalmapping.com slash aeroplane a-e-r-o plane um and it is me and my friend autumn watching all of the studio ghibli movies one every two weeks uh we started with uh castle cagliostro and we will continue on until we're done, um, which uh, so far has been really good. Looking forward to doing more. Uh, please check that out. Uh, of course, if you want to support the network, you can do that. Patreon.com slash mapping, where you will get, uh, for $1, The Great Gundam Project, which me and Jackson just recorded before this. Uh, every week we talk through Gundam. We have just, uh, we are about to finish uh, Super Dimension Fortress Macross. Uh we're watching Victory Gundam. It's a great time. It's a good podcast. Uh, highly recommended. Um, there are other rewards for other tiers, but uh, thank you everyone for supporting us. You can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. We'll be back next month with Zone of the Enders. And I think that's everything. Thank you, everyone. By next time, I will have probably started playing Dragon Quest, hopefully. So I'll have something to talk about. Oh, nice. You're just going to get yeah. that as soon as it launches? I already pre it, yeah. 
Okay, yeah, good. Well, you pre-ordered Dragon Quest, I pre-ordered Final Fantasy. We'll see it was it was the rare on. game where I could pre-order it on Amazon and get ten dollars off. So I don't know why they were doing that, but I'll take it. So oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. All right, thank you very much. Thank you.